Okay. Are you ready? No. <laughs> and go. Wait, wait. Sorry. sorry. Hey, all you nostalgic guardian angels. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. I'm Kendra Mickles and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time. I'm I'm pretty sure we've used Guardian Angels before, surely. Well, there we've was that episode where there were literal Guardian Angels, so maybe <laughs> maybe in that one we did. Maybe. Who are you? Oh, I'm Nick Gunning, and I've, I've seen them all, Kendra. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Our show is brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Other shows on the network include This and Dorian Life, 90s Music Got Me Like, and Previously on X-Men. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or X at Here We Go Pod. <laughs> and please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. Today we're discussing Beverly Hills 90210 Season 7, Episode 25, Heaven Scent. Some place has it like a heaven scent, like a heavenly smell. But hmm. the DVD, which I feel like is definitive, does say heaven scent as in scent from heaven. Okay, yeah, I watched it on Paramount Plus and it's yeah. scent, S-E-N-T. But both like IMDb and like the like the 90210 like fandom wiki, which is pretty solid, has heaven sent with a C. So who knows? Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Is there something about smell in this episode that I'm? No, forgetting? I don't think so. I don't think so. It must just be a typo that's been perpetrated. <laughs> Perpetuated. Right. Let's go with that. <laughs> both, I think. Yeah. Both. Yeah. All right, well, let's tune in to CUTV. This year, you can replay each day at 5 right here on your very own news network, CUTV. This episode originally aired on April 9th, 1997. Two birthdays, April 12th, Shannon Doherty turned 26. I remember her. Doing great in London. <laughs> yes, and her character, Brenda, is recovering from mono, was the most recent update on Brenda. Have you ever had mono? Yes. I got it real bad when I was in high school. It was rough stuff. I had really? swollen organs. Is it was mono the one that's yeah. like connected to your tonsils? Or is that, that something feel, else? That feels wrong, but it's been a good long time. Okay. Maybe, maybe not. I've okay. never had it. Knock on, okay. knock on wood. I hear it's All awful. Right. All right. April 15th, Maisie Williams of Game of Thrones and New Mutants was born. Oh, yeah. Haven't seen Game of Thrones, but I, like I did Maisie like Williams. that New Mutants movie. Did you like the New Mutants? I did like that. I was pleasantly surprised by yeah. the New Mutants movie. It was good times. I would have watched more. It. Oh, well. Disney. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? April 11th, Anaconda with J-Lo and Ice Cube. I've only I seen bits know. and pieces of this. No. Never been interested in watching the whole thing. I definitely remember it coming out. I remember seeing trailers for it and stuff and being like, that's a no. That's a nope. <laughs> no, thanks. Yep. Gross Point Blank with John Cusack and Minnie Driver also came out. Oh, I haven't seen that, but I like both of those actors. I yeah, I'm a John Cusack fan. Yeah, did I ever tell you about the time that I saw him live? It was a it was a wild experience. Surely you have. We went to Buffalo, and he was doing. It was like we watched say anything, and then he came out and did a Q and A, and it was like he was doing an impression of John Cusack. He was so John Cusacky, you know. It was like surely this can't be how you live your life, but I think it was. Say Anything is a movie that I really wanted to like because it's like this 
cult classic yeah, or whatever, but I, I just was kind of whatever about it. Okay. All right. I, I like it. So, I don't think I'd put it on like, you know, my favorite 80s movies or anything like that, but I had a good time with it. Again, though, I did watch it with John Cusack, so I think that helped. That, yeah, surely that helps. April 9th, Aaron Spelling's nighttime soap Pacific Palisades aired its first of 13 episodes. Okay. The show starred Natalie Sigliuti, fresh off her 90210 oh. arc. Chloe, you little vamp, moving over to Pacific <laughs> Palisades. <laughs> Music, April 8th, Richard Marks released his fifth album, Flesh and Bone. Yeah. The single Until I Find You Again peaked at number three on the adult contemporary charts. I saw Richard Marks in concert uh, with Ringo Starr and his all-star band. He was a member of the all-star band, and he sang a couple of his hits. Couldn't name them if my life depended on it, but I remember him. And I remember my wife being like, is that Richard Marks? It was pretty funny. Was he in the band when we saw Ringo? No, no, he wasn't. This okay. was like right after we got married. This was like 2006, 2007, early days. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. Okay. This was a funny one. This is one that I just, it happened in my life. And I was like, Who, what is happening? But in 2021, John Grise popped up as Greg Hunt on the HBO series White Lotus. Have you seen White Lotus, Kendra? I did. I watched both seasons and oh, I very much second, disliked no it. No spoilers. Disliked, I disliked it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought I was it really was really invested. depressing to watch well, sure. rich people be awful and rich. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It just like. True. Lessons were learned. Mistakes but I don't were made. remember who Greg Hunt is. Yes. He, he, well, I'm not, it'll be a spoiler. But anyway, I was watching this oh. and I was like, how do I know this man? Who is he? Where have I seen him before? Why don't I trust him? I looked it up at IMDb, and he was Mr. Trilling, Dylan's recurring dope dealer back in season four. So there you go. That's what happened. That's why I recognized him. That's funny. Oh, look, I didn't write a synopsis. Do you want to freestyle a synopsis? Oh, boy. Do I remember what happened? Ain't There's angels. Yeah, there's angels. So, all right, here's here's it in a nutshell. Okay, remember Mariah back from the start of season seven where Brandon got marooned in Texas? Well, her book about angels has been published, and she's coming to California University to talk about it. She and Brandon are very close friends after that one meeting. Uh, and Tracy is not about this because Tracy learns how much Brandon talked about Kelly. Kelly and Mariah instantly hit it off and go on their own little thing further splintering Brandon and Tracy for some reason. Meanwhile, Claire is trying to write this paper and is inexplicably furious at Steve the entire time. Disaster strikes, and Steve comes in for a wind at the end, but it might be too late to save their relationship. Meanwhile, David wants to impress Donna, and so he decides that he's going to cook her a meal because he famously doesn't cook. But then things keep popping up and Donna has to keep shuffling it. And instead of telling her that he has a special plan, she keeps getting more concerned about his erratic behavior. And he keeps getting angrier that she's not taking this seriously, even though there was no communication. Uh, finally, Rob's movie hits. It sucks, but everybody likes Rob. But you know what Rob doesn't like? Hollywood. You know what he does like? Indiana. Getting out of here. And scene. All right. Who's who's living in Beverly Hills? Today's episode was directed by Anson Williams. For those of you uh, playing Happy Days Bingo at home, we have a potsy. 
Everyone circle Potsy on their Happy Days bingo card. Uh, Written by yeah. John Welpley. Bingo. Did you get it? Well, okay, I'm going to have yeah, to check that yeah, after bingo. this because I need to make sure. Returning players include Jill Novick as Tracy Galian. For some reason, they went all in on Tracy, uh, and she's still here. Still here. Lots of final appearances, though. Final appearance of Jason Lewis as Rob Andrews. Final appearance of Rick Hurst, who's Alan Black. And that's kind of a blink-and-you-miss-it cameo. Not even credited, but he is there at the premiere. So, so long, Rick. I didn't even see him. Final appearance of Corey Oliver. We've seen her once as Jeanette and now as Kathy, and we will never see her again. Final appearance of Maya Campbell as Mariah. And I should specify that her final appearance was midway through the episode because she done vanished. And they're like, oh, Mariah <laughs> left. Mariah went yep. to uh, meet up with Cindy and Brenda. Just disappears. But I liked having her back. I liked seeing her again. I do feel like she somehow got more text in. Am I making that up? Or is she? No, she was laying it on thick. She's more. She's like rooting tooting all over the place. It's a wild time. <laughs> Other cast members include L.B. Sesnick as Stu. I knew him from Suddenly Susan, where he played, played Ben Rubenstein. So I was like, it's the guy from Suddenly Susan. And then we had a couple of <laughs> weird... We had a Celtic harp player, Kim Robertson. We saw that in the opening credits. And she's there playing harp for some reason. And then uh, the, a journalist, Art Mann, who's an actual journalist, like in Beverly Hills, shows up as himself. So uh, there you go. Okay. Shall we do this? Let's do it. Let's get into it. Okay. We start at the Walsh house where Mariah has come to LA um, and she's going to be, is she staying with Brandon? I guess. I feel like everyone's staying at Brandon. I feel like Kelly was spending the night. I feel like everybody was spending the night. I don't know. It was a big sleepover. Yeah. And we get a flashback and like a voiceover of Mariah being like, remember when we met and what a crazy day it was. And we just get like, (laughs) Like all these like black and white scenes of them together. Yeah. That was, that was this the same season. season. <laughs> exactly. That was my thought exactly. It's like, folks, this was not long ago, but all right, let's flash back. It feels like forever ago, but it was just it was this season that that, that yeah, happened. It's true. It was like this they had those episodes before college that kind of felt old school, like when we used to do the summer season at the beach club. It was like kind of like a proto season seven. It's like season six and a half, you know? Yeah. Well, if you recall, in that episode, she was talking about wanting to write this book about angels. So she's done it. (laughs) She's getting it published. And now she is at, she's coming to see you because they're having like a new age festival. The conference or something. Yeah. Yeah. And so she's going to be speaking at this festival. Yeah. Mariah, she when she comes in the house, she meets uh, Steve and Tracy and Steve, Claire. Oh, yeah. before before she goes in, she kind of asks if Brandon and Kelly are together, and he says, "No, I found somebody else." And she's like, "Oh, yeah. okay, great, great." Kelly's there as well, and she and Mariah hit it off pretty quickly. And Mariah is like, "Oh, you must be Kelly." And Tracy mm-hmm. like picks up on the fact that Mariah already knows who Kelly is. And she, you know, asked Brandon, like, wow, how much did you talk about Kelly to this girl? It's just, it was before he even met Tracy. I don't understand her posture in this at all. Like, it was when Brandon was right in the thick of the, like, the weird Kelly confusion, you know? Like, give the guy a break. Give him a break. At the uh, movie theater, we see, like, 
like a little <laughs> montage of like the crew is cleaning and they're rolling out the red carpet. They're getting yeah. ready for the movie premiere. Yeah. And Rob and Val are across the street, just like, you know, looking at the theater. And he's saying how much he appreciates her stepping in as his agent and or his manager or whatever. And she's excited for the movie. He's nervous, but she's like, it's going to be great. It's going to be a good time. And then they wild uh, they do ADR in this scene. Right. Yeah, I know. All the scenes where they're like out and about, they have to like do so much ADR. Yeah. Back at the Walsh house, Tracy is up making breakfast. She said she tried to get up and make breakfast for everyone, but Kelly and Mariah already left and went to the beach. So she was a little yeah. late for that. I guess. Uh, Tracy mentions that she thinks going to Hong Kong brought she and Brandon to a whole new level. Sure seems like it. They seem closer than ever. <laughs> I, yeah, a whole new level of like doubting their relationship. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a whole new level of perversion where it becomes even more clear that they're I don't think either one of them likes the other but they're really committed. I don't think so either yeah yeah and she she tries to get Brandon to tell her exactly what he and Mariah talked about and he said you know Mariah just helped me put the past behind me and this was before I knew you and yeah Tracy is like, well, you don't like go in for all this new age stuff, do you? And he's like, I don't know. Like, people can do what they want. Let's just keep an open mind. Do you think that Brandon and Mariah have been talking at all, like in between these episodes? I couldn't. It seems quite that tell. way. It seems like they've been writing to each other, or like I don't know, or something. Okay. Yeah, emailing each other from the kitchen <laughs> computer. Yeah. At Kelly Donna Claire's, David and Donna are studying, and David keeps like looking at Donna. And finally, she's just like, why are you looking at me? And he's like, oh, I, I'm not. Like, he's just, like, very preoccupied with looking at her. Right. Claire comes in, and she's, like, full grody grunge sweats. Because yeah. she's, like, in the middle of writing this term paper. And she needs a... Does she need a floppy disk? Is that what she needs? She says a disk. I think she means a CD. I think she would have meant a CD. An actual CD? Like a CD-ROM to save it. You don't think they were still using floppy disks in 97? In Maybe it was a CD. I don't know. I could go either way, I guess. Sure. Whatever. She needs something to yes. save her paper on. Mm -hmm. And uh, Donna is going to go look and see what she has. So it's just Claire and David in the living room. And Claire says that he needs some advice. He wants to do something nice for Donna to surprise her. And he he needs some ideas. Claire's first idea is take her to church, <laughs> mm. which would be funny. Yeah, um, but then funny. Claire says that the other day they were talking and Donna mentioned that David doesn't cook. And yeah. so David's like, oh, I'll cook dinner and then we'll like go to the lifeguard tower and it'll be super great. So then Donna great comes back into the room and the music in this scene was very was. I wrote it down too. Yes. Yes. It was I wrote crazy. It down because it sounds like our theme. It sounds like the, the nostalgia me this theme. It was very, yeah. you know what I mean? Like bouncy. Like that. Yeah. Very bouncy. Uh, yeah. But very I did. Cute. I really liked having that Claire David scene. Cause you remember they were like a couple for a long time. Yeah. And we never addressed that. So having them like talk, I felt like, I don't know. It was just a nice little scene. I can't think of the last time the two of them had a conversation. Yeah. At Kelly Donna Claire's on the uh, 
outside. Mariah and Kelly are coming back from the beach. Mariah is talking about how she's really enjoying L.A. And Kelly is talking about how she's thinking about going to New York for grad school. And Mariah kind of asks, like, is this, like, about Brandon? Or is it just because you're trying to escape? And she says it's probably a little bit of both. And then Mariah tells this story about how she decided to write a book or something. It was basically she was in the library and this book fell on her head and it was a book about the saints. And then that like spurred her to write the book. And then when she got it published, it was by the same publishing publishing house that, yeah, that the book that fell on her head was published by. It's a sign. It's a sign, Kendra. So it's confusing because she's here for a new age festival but all of the talk is, I mean, the saints, that's like yeah, Christianity. So is it right. New Age or is it religion? I don't know. It's right in that fine line. The stuff that she says about it, and even the way she talks about the angels, doesn't really feel like theology. You know what I mean? It feels more just yeah. like she's saying angel, but she, I think she really means like spirituality, like karma and like... When things okay. align well, that, just that's right. That's new age. Kind of, yeah. I, I think that's what we're going for, but she does, she uses the term angel a lot. Yeah. At Rob's house, Valerie comes over and Rob's working on a chair and listening to the radio. That's two episodes where somebody's working on a chair, <laughs> fixing chairs all the time. This is like a YouTube channel at this point. So as they're listening to the radio, the radio DJ is talking about Rob's movie and he says that, or she, he, she, whoever it's says lady. that it's, it's, a it's a lady, uh, says that the movie sucks and that it's yeah. really, really bad. But there's a lot of buzz around Rob, but that the movie itself is really bad. Yeah. Which didn't we always know? Wasn't that kind of the thing? Well, was this the movie he was working on when it was the one that he was going to like pass? Is it? It was the one that he didn't want to do, and Valerie like convinced him to do it. But it's called Adam's Children, and that's the one he was doing ADR for when Valerie came to visit him. Oh, you're right. But they sure treat it like it's the it's the. I know it's owner. like you're they right. it's you're like right, they though. retconned it because yeah. it feels like this is the one. But he wouldn't have had time to film that movie. No, I wouldn't think so. Anyway, whatever movie it is, it stinks. So Valerie tells him that, you know, you've got to be tough. This is a tough business. And he says, well, you know, I'm not as thin skinned as you think I am. Mm -hmm. And she's like, "Okay, well, let's get ready to go. And she brought a a tux for him. She says, let's get these clothes off. Oh, spicy. (laughs) Back at the New Age Festival, Mariah is giving her talk. And she tells a story about how when she first got to New York, she got mugged. Like, as soon as she got off the bus, they took her manuscript. They took everything. And this man brought it back to her. Mm. And she went to go thank him. But when she turned around, he was gone. And so she called her grandmother. And her grandmother was like, that was your guardian angel. Yeah. And everyone's just like, wow. That's amazing. Brilliant. The thing about an angel pin was this the thing with the angel pin, where she lost the pin and the grandma was like, "No, you didn't. Yeah. No, no, Kendra, she didn't lose it. She used it. He used okay. her angel pin. Yeah, yep. I just, I don't know. I just feel like if a person came and gave this talk at a college, like people 
wouldn't take it seriously at all. But everyone in the audience is like, wow, profound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's like, I don't know if it's presented as like the university is doing it or if it's like a student group or something. It it's is weird. It's because weird... later, later Tracy is talking about how the, the university oh, yeah. brought this in. So we'll get there. But anyway, True. yeah. Kelly, Brandon and Tracy congratulate Mariah and she yeah. invites them to this concert this harp concert later yeah, there you on. go that's where our harpist comes from and at first brandon and tracy say no but kelly tries to convince them and then brandon's like okay we'll go and tracy says well we have plans brandon and he's like ah plans change let's go to the concert yeah at the student union steve is badgering david about cooking and like picking on him right david then tries to confirm his plans with donna he's like you know we're good to go for tonight right or tomorrow mm -hmm. and she says well actually she's swamped with work she really needs to study can't they go out some other night and he argues with her and it's like i don't know i thought he was going to propose to her that's how oh. seriously he's taking he does take this night. Yeah. And so they end up, you know, arguing about it. And he says, well, you know, how about tonight? But she was going to go to the premiere, the movie premiere for Rob's movie. But then she gives in and says, fine, I won't go to the premiere. I'll stay in and study. And then we can go out tomorrow night. Yeah. I don't know why he's not just saying, I want to do something special. I have special plans, you know? Yeah. He just wants it. I don't, know. I don't know why. See, that's why I was like, well, if it has to be a surprise, he's going to like do something. Yeah. Well, I mean, you eventually kind of find out what he's going for, but it still is a little odd. But yeah. At the premiere that night, the red carpet is just a buzz for for Rob and Val as they arrive. Rob's co-star is giving an interview and talking about what a good kisser he is. Yeah. Rob meets Brandon and Tracy for the first time. They hadn't met yet. Tracy pulls Valerie aside, and they have kind of like a, a little Kelly bashing. Party. I know. Catty little, yeah. It was very funny. I was like, was now funny. there's like two of them like teaming yeah. up against Kelly. Because <laughs> yeah. they are like, oh, yeah, Kelly's at that New Age Festival. She's probably getting her aura red. <laughs> they like laugh about it. <laughs> Steve is on the phone with Claire. He's trying to get her to come out to the premiere, but she is at home busy writing this term paper. Yes. So he's trying and trying to convince her. And finally, he like starts talking about this black dress that she wears and how sexy she'll look. So she kind of starts to be like, maybe. And she puts her feet up on the desk and knocks over her coffee or her tea all over the computer and like the, the computer tower just like we're all, yeah the computer is. tower yeah. Yeah. yeah and it just dies <laughs> smoke starts coming out she's like typing i'm like no uh that's yeah probably gone. she's like oh i can't nothing I, where'd my paper go <laughs> definitely on fire yeah. so yeah now she's now she's really mad at steve <laughs> yeah he didn't knock steve's it over faults, apparently yeah how dare he during the, the premiere, everyone's in watching the movie, but Rob is out in the lobby just pacing yeah. because he heard people laughing and like right. making fun of the movie as right. they were watching it. So Valerie tries to get him to come back in, but before they can go in, 
the movie lets out and everyone comes into the into the lobby. Brandon makes a comment to Tracy like Rob was great. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The rest of it, not so good. Not so much. And he said the rest, like he said, I liked Rob, but the rest of it dragged. And Tracy said, kind of like you and me lately. Hey, oh, just like everything he says, she like relates it back to their relationship. It's not a good place to be. Someone comes up to Rob. I don't know if it's a producer or who it is, but he says, you know, like, ah, you'll put this one behind you. You got a lot of better movies in your future. Like, who cares about this one? Mm -hmm. Everybody loves you. And Rob is not liking that people are. Like he's taking it very personally that people are dissing this movie, even though they loved him. Yeah. He's kind of like, doesn't matter. Like we were all, we were a team, you know, teamwork makes a dream work. You got to be nice to my friends. (laughs) Back at Kelly Donna Claire's Claire is now she's taken apart the computer and is trying to dry it with a hairdryer, which just seems like it might actually catch on fire. If you do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Steve calls her again and tries to get her to come to the after dark to the after party, but she fully blames Steve for what has happened. She didn't back it up because Donna didn't have a CD for her. Mm. So her paper is just gone. Yep. And she just snaps at him and tells him not to call anymore. And she's very upset with him. <laughs> There's one of the phone calls. I don't know if it's happened or it will happen, but when they're hanging up, she's like, I loathe you. And he's like, I love you too. Bye. But like, he doesn't even <laughs> hear that she says loathe. That really yeah. cracks me up. <laughs> uh, save early, save often. That's, that's, that's a good, just what you got to do. That's good advice for all of us. Yeah. So at the Peach Pit After Dark, Rob is really not excited to talk to the press, but Valerie pushes him to do it. Yeah. And when they ask, you know, like, stuff about the movie he defends the movie and says that you know if you people ever made a movie mm-hmm. <laughs> you're mm-hmm. dissing people and you don't even know the hard work they put into it yep. and it kind of you know tells them off and after he walks away valerie's like hey he's new to this can you give him a, a break mm-hmm. and the journalists are like hasn't he already had one <laughs> zing over at the peach pit i'm assuming this is the next day Probably David is David's trying to cook a meal. Yeah. Just like in the middle of the day at the peach. Like he's got, but Nat has a business to run. You can't just like give up his whole grill to David. David inexplicably has his own house. Yeah. Nobody owns and lives there. So he's got a kitchen. You would think that he was there to get Nat's help, but he's, he keeps telling Nat not to help. Right. And like, was he going to like store the food all day and, Bring it later. I I just I thought he was sure. practicing. I'm not sure. Okay, maybe he was. That's weird. I'm not sure. Okay. Donna calls while he's doing this to cancel. She said she was up all night with Claire trying to get the computer to work. She didn't get to study, so she really needs to study tonight. And David just like is really upset. Yeah. About it. He's like, fine. <laughs> I don't even care. At the Walsh house, Mariah is talking with Brandon. Okay. I think. Yes. No. Is it I'm Kelly? I need, need more context. I don't yeah. Know. He's talking. He's talking to it's Mariah and Brandon. Okay. And she's talking about, she brings up Kelly and says, you know how she thinks they're very alike and that they're being pulled towards each other. Mm, like an angel. <laughs> Brandon says, you know, we had our chance. Now we're just friends and it's fine. But Mariah is pretty sure that, 
they have not reached the end of their romantic relationship. That's right. But Brandon thinks she just needs to, you know, let it go. Stop stirring yeah. things up. Yeah, don't. Yeah. He and Tracy are meant to be. That is clear to everyone. <laughs> Over at Rob's house, Rob is reading the newspaper, trying to find any good review about the movie, but there is none to be found. Yeah. And he tells Valerie that he doesn't like what this town is doing to him and that he's not cut out for the business. So he is going back to Indiana. Indiana. Okay. Valerie tries to argue with him like that. He's giving up so much that, you know, everyone said that he was amazing. And then when he doesn't back down, she said, I'm your manager. I'm holding you to your contract. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. And he says, well, you're fired and I'm leaving. So I don't know if that's how contracts work, but (laughs) it's interesting. Yeah. At Kelly Donna Claire's Claire has started over on her paper. Oh, that is just, how do you, that's rough. It's, it's terrible. It's terrible when that happens. Not unlike that time, Kendra, when we had to re-record an episode of the podcast. Now to when here we go. That is the worst. Oh, it is rough. Donna thinks that David is, she's like worried that he's gone. He's going back to his erratic behavior that we had at the beginning of this season. When he inherits the money? I think so. I think, I think it was. that is this but season, just, isn't it? Nothing happens with it, so it's kind of hard to yeah. gauge time. Steve brings over some sort of magical device, and he plugs it into her computer and is able to recover the file of her, her term paper that she okay. was working on. What kind of magical device is this it was like (laughs) i think it was just like a little portable thing that connected to the hard drive right and just like pulled raw data off the hard drive maybe i don't know i felt like it made sense it made sense okay well it happening yeah i'll I'll trust you on that so he's like you know there you go your paper saved you're welcome and when Claire tries to get him to stay, she, you know, he's like, no, I'm done. Find yourself a new punching bag, is yeah. what he says. I feel like this relationship has also run its course. This season I has don't been. Know. Well, last season we had the whole, like, I don't know, the last 10 episodes or whatever was like Steve or Prince Carl. And then she's like, I'm committed to you. And this season started and they were just like, I actually hate you now that I think about yeah, it. Yeah, she seemed very annoyed with him this for a yeah. lot of this season. Then we had the so. whole Dick Harrison thing, and then it was like, oh no, I really do choose you again. And then now we're just right back to it. So I don't know. Yeah. Over at CUTV, Brandon is watching a segment that Tracy filmed where she is bashing the New Age <laughs> really Festival. Really taking it to it. Yeah, she is. Yeah. And this is where she talks about like how how could our administration allow this True. festival to happen? <laughs> She's like, and this reporter also felt that Mariah looked fat. Did anybody else? <laughs> Just me? Yeah, it's not. It's very unprofessional. I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, Brandon calls her on it. He says, yeah. you know, I think this was you just you just went out of your way to slam Mariah Truth. and and make her look bad. He also thinks that she uh, inserted some envy into what she said. 
Yeah. Tracy thinks that everyone is ganging up against her, especially mm-hmm. Kelly and Mariah. They're ganging up against her. Oh my gosh. She's such an 11 year old. I just don't I know. And she her. brings up that like, well, I'm not crazy because not long ago, Kelly told me she was still in love with you. So yeah, that's a weird flex to say that. I'm, I don't know. Okay. And then as she walks away, Brandon's like, oh, does this mean you're not coming with me tonight? Yeah. <laughs> just like, I don't know. It was it was funny the way he asked it. It's a bad relationship. At Kelly Donna Claire's, Claire finished her paper. And Donna thinks that she needs to apologize to Steve for the way that she treated him. That seems to be true. David then calls Donna from the club and is like, you need to get over here. I need your help. Come quick. Come alone. <laughs> and so Donna's like, here we go. Like, he's snapped. He's lost it. <laughs> And Claire's like, no, no, no. Like, it's fine. Just just go. It's fine. It almost seems like David should have just said, hey, I have something special planned this week. When's a good night? <laughs> yeah. At the Walsh house, Valerie is just laying on the bed in She's sad, sad break, breakup mode. It's sad. And, uh, you know, Brandon walks by on the way to the concert and is like, hey, you should come with me. But she says, you know, no, I'm not in the mood. And she says, you know... The problem with Rob was he was too nice. Mm. That was the issue. That was the problem in hindsight. Yeah. yeah his niceness. So she decides to right. stay home and not go to the concert. Okay. And good choice, I think. Yeah, the, the harpist. Yeah. At the Peach Pit after dark, David, David set up candles and he made like a beach on the stage. Yeah. For them to sit at. And he made her Cornish game hen and vegetable jubilee. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when uh, when my wife and I, we hadn't been married very long. And we were like, we're going to have a fancy dinner. And we got Cornish game hens and we cooked them. <laughs> and they were they were good. But we sat there and we're like, this is like eating a pigeon. This is like we caught a bird. You know, like we hit a bird with a car and we brought it inside. And, and that's what made was- you give up meat. That was the last one. I was like, I can't do this ever again. This was this was sad and it was confusing and I'm done. <laughs> um, well, he then reveals that five years ago on that day, April 9th, yes. was when they walked on the beach and first told each other that they loved each other. Uh, hey, I looked that up, Kendra, and Wedding Bell Blues aired May 7th, 1992. So what a liar. What a liar. David. Oh, my gosh. So so that's why it had to be this day. And that's why he was so, you know, set on it being that night that they got together. But, but didn't this happen over the course of like three days? Like, didn't yeah. she cancel? And then like, didn't we move the night multiple times? That was. What no, was I think it was me. always the same night. It was. I think so. Because she said, yes, okay. I'll do it with you tomorrow night. And then she called in the morning. It was like, I can't oh, do tonight. I see. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Well, then fine. <laughs> uh, hey, Nick, I yeah, Kendra, yeah. don't think I finished watching this episode. Really? <laughs> because all I have left is that they went to the concert. <laughs> That's the last note I have. <laughs> Do you see? I mean, it's kind of a crucial five minutes. Watching it right now. You weren't kidding. <laughs> okay very crucial 
Now you've done your due diligence, Kendra. Can we get back I on with it? I finished the episode. Okay. So <laughs> okay, okay, we go to this go. harp. It's like harp, violin, cello, outdoor yeah. concert. And yeah. Steve and Brandon arrive and they sit with Kelly and Steve's just talking about like, you know, I've had it with Claire. I'm ready for a, a change of scenery. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> this lady brings Steve this giant bouquet of roses. <laughs> like so fresh in your mind, Kendra. Comically big bouquet. Yeah. And uh, it's got an I'm sorry note on it. And then he turns around and Claire is standing in the back wearing a, a such little bit a of a bizarre, crazy outfit. <laughs> such a bizarre outfit. She's like some sort of Harlequin thing happening. She's got like a diamond cut out of her. I don't know. I didn't know like if she stomach. was going for like a new age look or like, Maybe. I don't know. But it was weird, whatever it was. It was. Um, I'm just jealous of her abs. You oh, know? yeah, always. Um, so, yeah, so she apologizes and says, you know, I guess there can be more than one jerk in a relationship. And then they a bit of a backhanded know, yeah. apology. Yeah. But... <laughs> okay. Um, and then they kiss and Brandon Aww. and Kelly are like, oh, they made up at the Walsh house. Rob comes over to see Valerie and says, you know, he's sorry that things got a little ugly. And she says, well, I'm glad you fired me. I just like, I don't care about being your manager. I just want you to stay. But he says that he's still leaving, still going back to Indiana. That's where he belongs. And she says, well, what about us? And he says, you know, well, if I was just a carpenter, would you want to be with me? And she's like, "Um, Uh, maybe, I don't know. uh, (laughs) So they, uh, they part ways. They part ways. Goodbye, Rob. Back at the concert, we learned that Mariah never came because she uh, had an emergency meeting back Urgent in New York. business. An angel took her to New York. <laughs> so Brandon and Kelly are talking, and Kelly is cold, so Brandon gives her his jacket. And as they're standing there, they both lean in, and they kiss. This? Okay, Kendra... <laughs> <laughs> I've been a little jaded about the Brandon Kelly of it all on this revisit, uh-huh. but I remember this episode so vividly and I've been waiting for it. And I remember that moment. And as soon as it happened, it was like this big smile on my face. Cause I'm still a sucker for Brandon <laughs> Kelly. Yeah. So I was very excited, very excited to see it. I'm here for it. So, you know, they pull away and he's like, Oh, I shouldn't have done that. And then they kind of do the thing where you like walk away and then one looks back and then the other looks back and, so I I thought that Tracy was going to be standing there, like oh jeez, yeah I didn't <laughs> even no, think about it. I was, I was no. delighted by the uh, Brandon Kelly situation. So and yeah, that's the episode. Aren't, aren't you glad? Aren't you glad you watched the whole thing? <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I yeah. watched the last five minutes that I apparently didn't watch. It's a uh, it's a real weird move that Mariah doesn't show up, but I think the reason for that is paralleling the angel story from earlier, like this dude did her this big solid and she goes to thank him and he's gone and i think that's oh, what we're doing oh yeah like she kind of put brandon and kelly back in each other's orbit and then is gone before they can acknowledge like it. a guardian so think, angel like a guardian angel so i think that's why but it's a little ham-fisted like it's just kind of yeah. sloppy yeah it is for sure i i don't know like i would be so fascinated to know what the plan with mariah was because Maybe this was it. Maybe it was just we Maybe. meet her once and she comes back 20 episodes later and kind of puts Brandon and Kelly a little closer to uh, reconciliation. Maybe. No comment on what happens next, Kendra. But 
she's never mentioned in between, but like the angel stuff is such a big deal in the first episode, and then it comes back here in a really pivotal way. It's just a strange breadcrumb to drop and yeah. then have it come back like this is weird. So it is. I don't know. I don't know. What's your verdict? I guess is my ultimate. I didn't there. really love the episode. Like the David Donna stuff was silly, and the Claire yeah. Steve stuff was also silly. Tracy is annoying, but I mean, for the last two seconds there, I guess it was yeah. worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's an exciting moment. I kind of feel the same way. I mean, I liked Mariah as a character. She was a little bit more of a character this time yeah. with her like extra Southern drawl and so much of the angels. So, you know, I did think that was kind of weird, but I liked her as a character and I wish that we got more of her. Uh, you know, I think that would have been fun. But yeah, it's it's kind of an odd episode. It, in a way, it's kind of like a triple happy ending, sort of, because David and Donna are in a really good place, and Steve and Claire, at least for the next you know five minutes, are in a good place. We have a little bit of a Brandon Kelly resolution. So I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of an uplifting episode in that way, but definitely not perfect. Do you have a nine hundred two one zero snap? Yeah, I I, I got to give it to the to the kiss. Okay. All right, that's fair, but I'm going to give it to that caddy, uh, Tracy Valerie, let's bash Kelly scene. Yeah, I thought that was, that was fun. Yeah, <laughs> and it just felt soapy to me, and I liked it. So. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? All right, Kendra, well, next time it's going to be season seven, episode 26, The Long Goodbye. Man, these <gasps> seasons are long. Ugh, they're so long. They're long. Yep. Uh, and we're going to have The Long Goodbye next time. In the meantime, Kendra... You can catch me every other week on The Sandorian Life, a Star Wars podcast right here on the Radio Meanwhile Network. We're having a good time. That's not true, but we like hanging out with each other. And so talking about the droids is the price we have to pay. Yep. So what about you, Kendra? Any news? I miss Musicbox 91. And okay. uh, we we still have on the docket to continue doing 90s music got me like. Oh, my gosh. Can't tell you when, but sometime. Okay. okay. Someday, Kendra, an angel might come and put you to the right place at the right time to record a new episode. Yes. But until that fateful day, Kendra, 9021, here we go. Here we go. Here we go.